Guten Tag. This is the son of Sotep, and I am indeed Sotep. Let's get it started. This episode is... The theme of this episode is question your beliefs. Question your beliefs. If somebody were to ask me what it is I believe in, my answer would be who. It would be where, what, why, how, word, how come. That's what I believe in. I believe in questions. I don't subscribe to I don't subscribe to any particular system of beliefs. And there's good reason for that because I am too inquisitive. I'm just simply too inquisitive to be a believer. I'm a questioner, a seeker. You see, if you live in the West, you're probably a Christian. Uh, Christianity is the dominant religion. As far as the laymen, the masses of lay people, right, are mostly Christian. And a lot of us are Christians in the vague sense that we would check Christianity on a pamphlet. But, you know, we don't really, a lot of people don't really espouse those beliefs or practice them actively on a daily basis. Many people aren't trying to be Christ-like. They just vaguely identify with Christianity. But let's just say most people are Christians in the West, right? There's the three Abrahamic religions, Christianity, Islam, and Judaism. Most, I think, are Christians. If you are a Christian and you simply are a Christian because that's what you were raised in, that's what you were brought up in, that's what you were taught, and you believe that's right, I think that's a very curious state of mind to have. Because then what separates you from, say, a radical Muslim who thinks that by blowing up a mosque and killing himself in this blaze of jihad glory, and he's going to receive 77 virgins from Allah when he gets to the, the afterlife, what makes you different from him? That guy is simply going off of what he was being, what he's been taught to, by whomever, by his uh, society or his friends, family, more than likely his parents, you know, maybe his radical jihadist uncle. That is a man who didn't question his beliefs. He didn't ask the questions. I remember watching this program about a, a bunch of people. Um, again, this is a religious event who will come out yearly. I forget who exactly these people are. But they would swing chains with razors on them and hooks and cutlasses over their heads and hit themselves in the back and, and lacerate themselves, also the tops of their head. They would lacerate their heads and lacerate their backs, sometimes horrendous gaping wounds that obviously going to need so many stitches and many of which probably get infected. A few of those people probably die. In doing this, they believe that they're atoning somehow, that they're showing contrition before they are God. Again, these are a group of people who never question what they believe in. And these, all of these people belong to the same group. People who are taking up beliefs because it is part of their society. It's where they grew up. Think about that, right? If you're a Christian, you think that non-believers go to hell. Okay. So you mean to tell me, that there are several, no, 7 billion people on planet Earth. There may be, what, a billion Chinese people? How many Indians are there? Over a billion? All of these people are Hindus, they're Buddhists, Taoists, Taoists, the, all these East Asian religions. A lot of these religions came about in isolation. There was no cross-pollination of culture. Say, for instance, if you take the Greeks... And Egyptians, there was a lot of cross-pollination culture. 
That's why so many Egyptian gods have Greek representatives or similarities with Greek deities. But some of these, a lot of these other religions developed in isolation. So you mean to tell me God engendered the isolation of these people by their billions only to send them all to hell? If that's what you believe, that is a very curious belief, you know. But I, I suppose the Lord giveth and the Lord taketh away. So another curious facet of religion I find is, you know, a lot of the, the most important forces of nature you kind of learn about is instinctively you you come to have the appropriate respect for them. For instance, heat, cold, you know, gravity. Um, you learn real fast that if you don't respect these forces that you will get hurt. But somehow God is responsible for your everlasting soul which makes him of ultimate importance and you will never know about him unless someone tells you, unless you read a little book that he left back. A book which itself engenders so much confusion that there are over 2,000 Christian denominations, none of which can agree on the same doctrine that they're all reading, who have even historically come to blows and shed each other's blood. A lot of people believe that their religions are religions of peace. Even uh, Islam is called the religion of peace and I know Christians believe that Christianity is a very peaceful religion, but if you believe that's because you don't do any research. Because it were your Christian brethren who were burning each other in Europe because they thought that some people were witches and warlocks. As a matter of fact, King James himself took part in that quaint activity, killing many women, burning them alive at the stake for being witches and warlocks. There's also the Crusades. And there's also slavery, which the Catholic Church heartily sanctioned, would even go as far as to bless the ships when they were going out to capture people. So, you know, Christianity actually has a very, very bloody past. And I can go on about that, but that's not the point of this podcast. It's really question what it is you believe. Don't just believe something because someone told you or you grew up in a culture where it's widely held to be true. So you're just going to go ahead and believe it. I have a lot of things that I do that other people don't do, you know, that might even be odd, but I've come to those conclusions and those behaviors, a lot of them through critical analysis. And I decided this is something that seems beneficial to me. So I'm going to do it. It's not because it's faddish or it's popular. I just did some research. 20% of the effort you put out will determine 80% of what your life looks like. So you only have to spend a little bit of time searching for the truth. For the truth to then permeate your life. But you got to put a little bit of effort in first. The worst thing you could do is just be an automaton. Just another zombie. Going along with what everyone else tells you. You know what? After you go through your critical analysis, you may come right back to where you were before. You may decide that Jesus is the way, the truth, or the light. Or it's all about um, Buddha. Or it's all about Allah and Muhammad, his messenger. You may come right back to where you are now. But at least you'll be firmly grounded because you've come there of your own accord, through your own volition, through honest inquiry. But if you're just standing in a spot because someone said, hey, stand there. Are you really firmly rooted in that spot? I don't think so. I really don't think so. Question your beliefs. Anyway, food for thought, as they say. This is your brother Sotep reminding you to not just be another sheep in the herd. Don't just go along with the rest of the flock. Question, 
Question everything. Question those beliefs. Peace.